basically hey witches welcome back you're listening to basic witches i'm rachel laforest and i am leah knauer and oh we got a good episode again we have tanisha uh also known as the mystic empath mm-hmm. on the show today and she is she does reiki she does chakra work energy work tarot and is truly a, a divine delightful person Oh yeah, such a bright light. She's a pro witch and she knows so much about energy healing. We talked a lot about ripples and color and using color and just all kinds of chakra magic. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really good ep. And stay tuned to the end because we've got a reading for the collective. Because mm-hmm. you know, that's like what all the readings need to be right now. <laughs> And if you need a reading every month, be sure to join our Patreon where we will give you monthly card polls and you can connect with us. And it's so fun. We love our basic witches, Coven. So thank you all for being a part of it. If you're listening, you're a part of it. Mm-hmm. And one more way to be a part of it is to go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us and has a ripple effect on basic witches. Hashtag free the ripple. <laughs> Now enjoy this episode, we know you will, uh, with the Mystic Empath. Wait, so you're, both you and your mom listen to this show? Absolutely. That's yes. amazing. We talk about, who you got guys, who my into mom's. It? So she had actually seen a post by accident, I guess maybe like on her Explore page or something. Mm-hmm. And I saw something and I was like, mom, you should totally look at these really cool girls. Like they are, I think I probably said women because girls is juvenile, but I said women. I was like, they are so freaking awesome. And I think it was like around the time um, where you guys were doing like the Hex Trump thing. Yeah, I had been following you guys before then, but I was like, I thought that the marketing behind it, like the concept of the whole thing was genius I was like oh my gosh they literally like they're on to something and not only they're on to something but they're on to something that's like super fantastic like they don't I don't even know if they know how good this is and so I called my mom and I was like mom do you see this and she was like I saw that on and she was like I was gonna ask you about it if you saw it and I was like dude I don't know if they know how brilliant they are. Like they are geniuses. (laughs) I was like, but they have to know because if they did it, like they wouldn't have done. I was like, oh my gosh. So we talked about it. And so now we like go back and forth and she's like, Hey, did you check out, did you see the live? And my mom's not, she doesn't know about Instagram that much. So the fact that she even knows that you exist is amazing. Okay. (laughs) Is is she a witch? Like who got who into witchcraft? Okay. So my mom is like a a secret, like in the closet, witch. (laughs) okay. So like, she's totally freaks. She freaks herself out about it. Mm. Right. She's one of those people that'll be like, she'll know when something's going to happen. She has like premonitions, those type of things that people like we have to like work for. Yeah. You know, like we have to like develop it and like, and she just naturally has it and it freaks her out. And she's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? <laughs> you know, she's, I know another really powerful mother in her generation mm-hmm. that has the gift so insanely and like is very scared of it. 
So doesn't yeah. doesn't talk about it much, keeps it really private. Mm. I wonder if do you think that's something to do with like the time of the times we're living in? Like we're born into a generation 80s, 90s that that yes. we're we're more like open. Yeah. So I know in just in our family dynamic, my grandmother came from a place where it was like not something that you made public if it was something you were into. She's like from that time, like, you know, my grandma was born in the twenties. So it was like super, like, if that's what you're into, you keep it between the people that, you know, people Mm -hmm. outside of your life don't know about it. And so, um, she grew up kind of hearing like, you know, voodoo, hoodoo, African tribal, anything that's not Catholic, Christian, religious based, like you don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. And so um, with my mom, she's always naturally had a gift. She's always just been super keen, super intuitive, super Mm -hmm. like on point. And it scared my grandmother because I think because for one, her being an immigrant to like, she came here, she's like, Afro-Latina and coming to America, you know, having a hard accent, just having her and her baby girl. And it's like, okay, I don't want to get deported. Let me not call any attention to myself. So my mom kind of got this thing like, okay, well, we're not going to call any attention to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And being the weird kid, because that's often what we are. We're like the weird kids, right? Mm -hmm. That was like, no, no, you can't be the weird kid because that's attention, right? So, so she, was, she knew you were kind of the weird kid in school and was like worried about it for you. Yeah. And then for her, it was like, she was the only black kid in her class. So the eyes were already on her. Where, so it was, where like, was this? So she was in Seattle, Washington. Mm. Oh. And even though. Is that where you are? No, I'm in Houston now. I was oh, born okay. in Seattle. I grew up between there and California. Okay. But. I've always been like super different and like, you know, not to fit in kind of kid, like always really intuitive Mm -hmm. to pick up on someone's vibe in like a second. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh And I didn't know that like other people in my lineage, like had abilities and gifts. And as I've gotten older, like I found out one of my great grandparents, actually, she was a fortune teller, right? And she did like, she read palms and she did all of this like super dope stuff. And I had no idea. And it's always been like super cool to me. Like when I was, I was obsessed with magic when I was little, like Mm. I wanted to be Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Same. Like I was like, if I could have one wish in the world, I want to be like, I just know that on my 16th birthday, I'm going to get magic. It's going to happen. Right. Yeah, that's right. I would always like look around my room and do the thing and pretend like I can clean my room. If I just point at it. Bewitched. I would watch Sabrina, the teenage witch, Mm -hmm. even the cartoon version, like I Mm -hmm. practical magic, the craft, like all hocus pocus, Mm -hmm. any movie that had a wish in it, I was going to watch it Yes, because hello. Mm -hmm. It was cool. I want magic. 
So what does your mom think now? Well, obviously now you guys connect on it and she knows you're on Instagram. You're making a career out of this. Like absolutely you're out yeah. with your witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does she think of that? so funny because I don't even necessarily think that for a long time, like I've never just been like, oh, like I'm a witch. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just always something that was kind of just something I've always had an interest in. I've always just loved it, been drawn to it. I love magic. I love the essence of it, the mystery, the the mystique of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But like for my mom, now she's like, when she looks at me and like when we talk about it, it's kind of like I've showed her like the coast is clear, Mm. like it's safe, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Nothing bad's going to happen. You know, the sky's not going to fall out. So I think now she's starting to like explore more and be more interested. Like she is now starting to have like interest in tarot. It's like, maybe I'll get a deck and like explore. And I'm like, mom, if you get a deck and you're better than me, like, I'm going <laughs> to be put so you out of business. pissed. Yes. I'm going to be so mad because like, daughter rivalry. For that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how dare you? No, I'm totally for it. Like, I really want her to like start tuning into her gifts and developing and because she's gone so many years, like suppressing her abilities and her gifts. And I want her to explore that. Yeah. And do you you see the difference between when she wasn't exploring it and when she was? Oh yeah. Like vibrationally? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Because it's funny because we talked about my name prior to us getting on here. So even though the whole Isha part was super funny because I'm an 80s baby and that was like something that was super trendy during that time the top part of my name actually originated from um one of her friendships when she was in high school she had a friend and his last name was Ta and they had a super close relationship and he actually ended up passing away but it was like super sketchy Mm -hmm. situation around his passing And during the time of his passing, she actually was looking for him because it was, you know, a super close friend. And she was like, something's wrong and I need to find him. And she was like driving around town searching for him. She couldn't get a hold of him on the phone. So she's like asking people, have you seen Patrick? Have you seen Patrick? Have you seen Patrick? And no one had seen him come to find out he had passed away. And that's why she was searching. So when she had me, she was like, I want to give my first child part of that mm. special bond that I had with him. So that's where the talk came in. And then she just needed something to go with it. So then she that was like, so oh, Nisha. Yeah. Nisha. Yeah. <laughs> it's up yeah. to time. <laughs> totally works. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That wow. She's always had that thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not really sure what it's called. And maybe you guys can help me. But like, there, I know that certain people can kind of feel um, like mortality, like they can feel Mm. the, Mm. like they can feel death coming, Mm -hmm. you know, and they get like this kind of like premonition about it. They get like this kind of almost like a, a knowing of just it coming. She kind of has that. And I think that like freaks her out sometimes. Yeah. But I I think it's super cool. (laughs) You have that? Like what, what are your powers? So uh, I feel like I'm finding more and more every day. 
Mm -hmm. Totally. And it all started for me, like, getting more into my tarot. Yes. But even before then, the thing that kind of ignited it was me being pregnant with my daughter. Oh, I realized some people when they get pregnant, like gifts pop out. (laughs) Yeah. So it was totally weird because it took me being pregnant with her to realize that I could actually feel the emotions or the like essence of other people, Mm. right? I was already doing it, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't able to identify or have verbiage or to like articulate what was happening. Mm. So when I was pregnant with her, like I could tell what she needed because I could like feel it. Mm-hmm. I could feel when she like not me being hungry, but I could feel mm-hmm. her actually being hungry or her being restless or upset. And you or... could tell that it wasn't you. Yes. Wow. So that maybe unlocked that. And then you, you started feeling that with other people outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was already right. feeling it, but not identifying that yeah. I was feeling it. I thought it was mine. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. I, without being pregnant, I've had a similar journey of like, realizing a ton of my feelings my whole life have not even been mine. I've been right. absorbing them from people. Like, mm. yeah. The very common emotional for discernment. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. We're not taught to have emotional discernment, mm-hmm. emotional discernment. I feel like in anybody, right. Anybody who's human needs to know how to have emotional discernment, because even if you're not empathic, a lot of us are still highly sensitive, mm-hmm. right? And we're mm-hmm. highly sensitive in different ways. So some of us, it's sound, some it's touch, some it's, you know, um, mm-hmm. hearing, some it's taste, some it's smell. We all have different levels of sensitivity. And so mm-hmm. when we absorb things, because that's what we do energetically, we all absorb things. Some of mm-hmm. us just a little bit more than others. Mm-hmm. It's really important for us to know what is my frequency, yeah. what's my vibration, so that when there is another vibration that comes into my space in my org field, what does that feel like for me? Mm-hmm. And that wasn't something I was able to identify until I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking, like <laughs> asking for a friend, <laughs> how do you, because <laughs> I relate how do you, how have you learned to emotionally discern, like to take care of yourself? Yeah. So one of the biggest things was me being able to accept myself in my totality, Mm. the polarity and the contrast of myself. So not just accepting the parts of myself that I like, but Mm. even my shadow my dark aspects of myself because those things come up and sometimes we feel like oh my gosh I must be absorbing the negativity from someone else well no sometimes that's your own shit coming up mm-hmm. and something triggered it to come up so you have to know where you are in your journey to be able to um differentiate your own shit from someone else's. Yes. Oh, that makes so much sense to me. I would totally concur that like the more I've gotten to know myself and love all parts of myself, 
the easier it's been to just function in the world because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm able to have those boundaries with the other energy. Absolutely. And you know who and, you are mm-hmm. and exactly. what you will and won't tolerate. Absolutely. And, and one way that I found was super um, easy for me to start like kind of differentiating my own was to like use it in a percentile. Right. Oh. So how much of my energy am I feeling right now? What do I feel? Where do I feel it? Mm. And how much of that is mine? So is it like 50%? Is it 65%? Is it 75%? And then that other percentage, okay, why am I feeling this? And then Mm -hmm. where am I feeling it in my body? And then when I can, when I can find out where I'm feeling it, I can associate it with with me personally, I associate it with my chakras because uh-huh. I'm all about energy work, right? That's part of um, my gift is like mm-hmm. healing energy. And so I know that if I feel someone else's energy and I feel it in my head, okay, this is crown chakra. This is third mm-hmm. eye chakra. Mm-hmm. This is something that's going on in here. Okay. Am mm-hmm. I having personal things that are coming up that are being triggered here? Because if not, then that's not mine. I have to bring this up because it aligns so perfectly. A listener reached out to me because um, we had Sarah Potter on to talk about color magic. And I brought up how I don't like the color orange. She messaged mm. me that she also, you're, you probably already know, she didn't like orange. Her, turns out her whole family didn't like orange, like the whole lineage of women, because orange is the solar plexus, meaning that, that the sexual sacral chakra was, was blocked. Yeah, it's a sacral. Yes, it's a sacral chakra. Absolutely. So then I painted my nails orange and I've been trying to like embrace orange more mm-hmm. because I'm sure I already know the women in my family, their sacral chakras are blocked. Like mm-hmm. all Christian religious, just oppressed, not allowed to be sexual women, even though mm-hmm. they were because we're sexual beings. And we're here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Somebody means, had to be getting uh-huh, it right. Right. Cause we're all here. <laughs> so, right. It's one like, thing mm. that I love about working with energy and associating them with color is it gives us like a basic way to go. So if I tell you to like, say I'm working with a client and I take them into a gentle hypnosis or a visualization I can identify what's happening with them because I can associate color mm. with what they're feeling. And so you also if, notice like what they're wearing to take that into account as well. Absolutely. Everything mm. hair color. What colors do you wear? What mm. does your home look like? What is your favorite color? Mm. Right. It's like all context clues. It, it's like the puzzle mm. of it, it's literally like, your your pain and trauma puzzle yes oh my Uh, gosh (laughs) totally you're the genius (laughs) (laughs) it's literally your trauma puzzle and even with like the sacral chakra in my community we were working on the sacral chakra this month I had so many women reach out to me. I did a sacral chakra meditation. You think I recorded that's one. It's Scorpio season. Uh yeah, Scorpio's all about getting it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Right. Hello. Like, if you if you're not getting it, they're they're they they get spicy. Okay. Pissy. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. 
you're not going to get anywhere with them. So <laughs> it's like, so you were working so many with women. Yeah. Yes. We're, we are working with the sacral chakra and so many women were reaching out to me saying, I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. I wasn't allowing myself to feel pleasure yeah. and not pleasure always in a sexual way, because pleasure isn't mm-hmm. always sexual. But when you disassociate your body from your, your, um, your energy body, you will not allow yourself to feel pleasure mm-hmm. in any form. Mm-hmm. Right? So what do you say to those women for people who may be listening that are asking that question? Like, how do Absolutely. they unblock it? So sexual energy is also tied to our creativity. Mm-hmm. Creativity and sexuality are actually the same energy. Right. Right. So first and foremost, I always tell women, if you're fearful of being sexual, being open sexually, if you are having shame and guilt and that kind of thing around your sexuality, express yourself in more creative ways. Tap into that energy so it doesn't feel weird. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. oftentimes it's either two completely ends of the spectrum. So we get those people who are like super overly sexual, where they're like sexual deviant, or they're not sexual, like they think it's taboo and they do it like under the covers and don't expose Mm -hmm. me and like, Mm -hmm. we can only do it one way. Mm -hmm. But what the creativity allows you to do is to start getting the movement there in the sacral chakra, to start moving that energy and getting those blocks kind of loosened up it's kind of like taking your mat out and like dusting it off you yeah know? <laughs> like getting those cobwebs you know getting so we want to start at least putting some type of activation some activity starting to awaken that area so then we can transition into that sexual energy um and another part of our sexuality is just embracing our divine feminine energy Right. So sometimes it's not even about us being sexual. Sometimes it's about us not tapping into the femininity because we are taught to operate in this, in this masculine, Masculine, hyper product productivity. Like we always have to be doing something, achieving something, being validated by it. Right. Yes. Bigger and stronger push. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the so divine we, feminine is like, sit back and chill, surrender, relax, put receive. your hands up. Like, yeah, it's receiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so which a lot of us have, have a never harder done time that. with, which is so fascinating. Well, it's because it's like of vulnerable. all the, the drilled in hyper-masculinity. Right. And with that masculinity, we're taught as women that we're supposed to be the givers, which is the mm-hmm. opposite. Mm-hmm. So we're taught that in relationships, no matter what type of relationship it is, we're supposed to give all of ourselves, mm-hmm. even if we're not getting anything in return. Right. We're taught to actually over give. Yeah. It's one of the hugest like if things you're I've not been sacrificing yourself, right. Then that means you don't love me. Right. Mm. And right? that's yes. And back mm. to the creativity and sexuality of the sacral chakra, I'm Um, So I'm a sun and a rising Scorpio. So I'm like coming from Scorpio, going to Scorpio. We're only getting, 
It's just, yeah, <laughs> I am in it. It's getting intense over there. <laughs> yeah. It's like chandelier <laughs> hanging over there. Yes. See ya. I love it. So I have been like everything you said, I was just like, yes, yes, yes. Because I have finally found the way to combine my sexual and my creative energy. And I've never been more like, it feels like, um, in a sunny D commercial when like the person starts, the sun starts popping out of them. <laughs> They're like, yes. unleash the power of the sun. Yes. <laughs> like when I'm that making, so funny. Yeah. and I didn't, it didn't click for me until you just said how related they are. Cause it's like, Oh, duh. That's why as a double Scorpio, Ooh, all holy energy, shit. Like, and the sun is like the color orange solar yes. plexus. Holy oh, shit. Well, well, yeah, I don't know because you keep saying solar plexus, which is a different chakra than sacral. Oh, is it different? So yeah, those yeah. are two different things. Oh shit! But um, but <laughs> they do correspond with one another. They have oh. a very there's a reason because the the sacral chakra is right. Um, it's basically where your reproductive yeah. organs would be, right? Mm-hmm. And then your solar plexus is right above it, oh. and that taps into our self worth. Mm-hmm. That taps into our confidence. That taps into um, our our like our what's the way for me to to express it? Like you feeling worthy of what mm-hmm. you desire, right? Mm-hmm. So your desire comes from the sacral chakra, right. and then your worthiness of what you desire comes from the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes. makes okay. Sense. So those two things we need, and it's so funny because when we're talking about the energy body, it's looked at as like this whole kind of like woo-woo kind of situation. And I'm like, if you knew how your body was set up, like with the root chakra, right? It's our foundation. It is security, protection, Mm -hmm. stability, which are all things that we need. And then it goes into your creativity, which are all things you need Mm -hmm. to feel creative. Yes, right? And then right. when you have those desires and those dreams and those ambitions in your creativity, it goes up to your solar plexus, which gives you the worthiness and the confidence to make those things happen, which then leads into your heart chakra where you have to lead from. Because if you operate outside of love, nothing happens. Mm. And then what happens is it goes into your throat chakra where you get to speak your own truth. You get to speak and have your voice and know that you are worthy of having your voice. But without this solar plexus down here, you won't feel worthy of speaking for for yourself, right? And then you go from your throat chakra to your third eye, which gives Mm. you the vision Mm. to make that shit happen, right? Mm -hmm. And then Mm. you go from the vision to now your crown chakra, which is infinite wisdom, then connection to source, which helps and supports you and guides you into your dreams and your food into bringing everything into fruition. So everything is connected. Mm -hmm. The energy works together. And anytime you have blocks in your energy body, it, it throws everything off. How can things flow in the way that they're supposed to? How can you get your manifestations? How can you get your dreams, your desires, that man, that woman, that person, whatever you want, that house, that car, that job, if your highway is blocked? Mm-hmm. And the heart chakra is the middle point of the seven, right? So anything has to pass through the heart to go either way. Mm. either way and it's 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 not just going in one direction it's going in both 
directions. Mm. And that energy has to be flowing constantly mm. in yes. order for you to feel balanced and in alignment. Yes. Wow. You know, so you clearly know what you're talking about. I really <laughs> want to know like how you got into energy work and what about it was calling to you. So it was totally by accident. Okay. Like this was me trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me? Like <sighs> I'm dealing with some heavy shit. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm projecting. And I hadn't had the verbiage to know I was projecting at the time. I just knew that my late, my relationship was failing mm. with my now husband. We had the, like, we had a kid and another one on the way. And I'm like, I'm not going to be a statistic, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be his baby mama, but shit wasn't working. Mm. My relationship with my family was dysfunctional and toxic as hell. Mm. I was not accomplishing my goals. I felt like shit. I was absorbing negativity from everywhere. I couldn't get like, I'm a serial entrepreneur. That's just who I am. Every business that I started, I was able to get it to a certain point and then it would just plateau and it wouldn't oh. ever get past that point. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's something happening and I don't know what it is. And I got to figure this shit out. So it was like insomnia and hives like I was getting hives because I was so anxious mm. like I was depressed and overwhelmed and here I am with hormones crazy because I'm pregnant I got a baby already right and there's yeah. just all this shit happening to me and I'm like I can't live like this so I started like the rabbit hole of google right yes <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> that's where it started what the fuck is wrong with me? Seriously, like I was like typing in all the symptoms, like, okay, I have insomnia. I have migraines. I have all these different things that are happening to me, not realizing that it was my energy body that was speaking to me. Mm. And so once I figured out that I was an empath, I had the verbiage behind it. And I realized like, okay, this is not physical. I'm seeing the symptoms physical, but this is not mm. a physical, like I, I'm not dying. I don't have a disease. This isn't something that's happening. This is something that's happening inside of me. Mm -hmm. I knew I had trauma from my childhood. I knew that there were things that I needed to address, uh -huh. but I never had any one to address it with. And in course. For one, in Black communities, especially at 90s, 2000s, you know, like, mm -hmm. we don't go to therapy. Mm -hmm. Like, you talk to your friends or your whoever, right? Or you just mm -hmm. don't talk about it at all. The stigma around therapy. Right? I, I am totally an advocate for therapy. Everyone mm -hmm. should have a therapist. Yep. That should be part oh, of your amazing. regular. It should be a human right. <laughs> yeah. I think that that mm -hmm. should be like normal preventative care is therapy, yeah. but mm -hmm. I digress. So mm -hmm. going into that, I started just trying to sleep at night because I couldn't turn my brain off. Mm -hmm. And I started doing guided meditations and binaural music and, um, letting people, random people on the internet, on YouTube, do Reiki and me just <laughs> watch it in hopes that oh, it would help. Did wow. it? Yes. I want like, to try what? this. I've never like 
Let me do rapey to... on you. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Like I would, I would be glad to, because I feel like yeah. anyone who hasn't experienced it for themselves, like how the hell can you do healing energetic work for me? And we're not even in the same place. Mm. But mm. I always tell people energy is infinite. Mm. Energy is not just what we think of like a battery, right? Mm-hmm. Or like the charger to your phone. Mm. Energy is everywhere at all times. Mm. You are energy. So there's yeah. like, you you literally are a vibration. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's just like, you're not at the radio station, but you can still play the radio in your car, can't you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's about frequency. It's about vibration. So if me knowing how to use my energy, I can tune into your frequency on your channel. I can send you universal healing energy. Mm, I love that. Because the universe is smarter than all of us. Mm -hmm. It knows what you need. Mm. And it's going to go the healing energy with it. Because you have the intention and I have the intention for you to heal. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that just helped me see it even another way. Like when you were describing that, I was getting a good visual of the energy pulling in from the cosmos and like you using it. And it's also like, well, what we're doing right now with this conversation, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm here in my location. We're each in a separate Mm -hmm. location, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) We're all on an audio and video link together. Absolutely. It's like, I'm sitting in my physical space, but I am focusing on you guys. Mm -hmm. You're doing the same to me. So we're each having an experience of focusing on the other person. So isn't that energy connection right there? Like, yes, we're doing an experience together. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Connecting in each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And that's the same thing. And Universal energy is so intelligent. It knows, just like your body knows what it needs and it, sing, and it sends you symptoms to say, hey, you who over here, pay mm-hmm. attention to me. Why would we think that the universe couldn't do that too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It mm-hmm. knows what you need in your body and where to go. Mm-hmm. Like what was, I totally know what you're talking about. Like getting a message from the universe through an experience. Mm-hmm. What has something the universe has nudged you about recently or a lesson it taught you through like an experience I have been getting so many downloads recently so one of the biggest ones was I was actually (laughs) I'm one of those people who get woken up Mm. every day between three and four in the morning mm. the witching hour real witch yeah <laughs> yes yeah every day for as long as I can remember I always wake up now I've gotten to the point now where I can make myself go back to sleep yeah but every single day unless unless I need to recharge because I've been around a lot of people and I'm like totally completely out because my body needs to repair but other than that I always wake up between the hours of three and four and I always 
have something like, it's never just like, oh, I'm up. Okay. What's happening? It's always like, Hey, wake up. Oh, shit. Like, Whoa. Does like it come I, with dreams? Are you having dreams tied to the. Sometimes it's a dream okay. and I'll wake up from the dream. Other times it's literally like, feels like someone like, Hey, wake up, you know? And Whoa. then other times it's like, I just open my eyes and mm. I'm just like, just up. what is happening? Mm. And so it's always been like, between those hours is when spirit wants to have a conversation. And I'm like, dude, can we do this at three or four in the afternoon <laughs> when I'm awake? Spirit does what spirit like, wants. What time zone is spirit in? Like, right. get, get and, on her time zone. Right. One thing I realize is, and it's so funny because I make this joke all the time. Spirit has a very um, ridiculous sense of humor. Mm-hmm. right there's like there is no time time is yes, something right that you like that's your human stuff we don't we don't do that mm-hmm. right totally. I come to you at the same time every day so maybe you need to adjust your schedule to what I got to do because <laughs> I'm the one with mm. look I'm the one with all the goods you know yeah. what I'm saying like I'm the one who's telling you the stuff that you need to know so maybe you need to adjust your time to me um, yeah <laughs> but <laughs> I've been getting a lot of downloads about like inner child work. I've been getting a lot of downloads about collectively where we are energetically at the moment. I would love to, yeah, I would love to hear that. There's a, there's a lot of self-awareness that's coming Mm. about, right? So that's good. One thing that is happening is that we are becoming more aware of our lack of not only empathy, Mm. but care for ourselves. Mm. Mm -hmm. There is this really hyper focus on connectedness and interconnectedness is, is what I keep seeing because the download that I keep getting is sacred geometry right and so it's this interconnectedness like we're all connected but we feel so separate Uh, and in this time where all of us are spending a lot more time alone or just with whoever we live with mm -hmm. we're feeling so disconnected and unfortunately there's so many people who already felt like that before the quarantine, before right. the pandemic, they've been doing what we're doing right now already. Mm. They're isolated. They're in their homes. They're by themselves. They're not connecting with anyone. Mm-hmm. And we need that connection in order for us to ascend, right? Mm-hmm. We, have to, we have to come together and feel that connectedness. There's so many things that we are disconnected from. We're disconnected from the environment. We're disconnected from how we are affecting our environment. We're disconnected from each other because we think sending a text is like building relationship, Mm -hmm. right? As opposed to us actually exchanging energy with one another Mm -hmm. physically. And so there's just so many levels of connectedness that we're missing. Mm 
Mm. And this is why we're becoming more aware of where we are, who we are, because we have to see that we're not actually separate. You are me and I'm a you. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is no separation. That's what I was going to say. It's like what people don't realize is we're actually already connected and we're just not yes. honoring our connection mm-hmm. and we're not yes. honoring how we affect each other and how Absolutely. our decisions affect everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I've been preaching, right? Yeah. About this. Air quotes. I always air, quote. air quotes. <laughs> I, I like to use words that people can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes when I say things, people are like, what does that mean? So I got I to gotta speak to you where you're at. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. So in this situation of this like connectedness that we're experiencing or not experiencing, it's like we don't understand how our energy ripples out to the world mm-hmm. around us. Not only does your energy affect the people that you live with, that you work with, that you're around, mm-hmm. your energy goes and it sends a ripple out seven generations past you. So whatever oh. you do right now, whatever your legacy is, whatever you create in this life will affect your legacy, your generation, wow. your lineage, for seven generations. Oh my God, and there's seven chakras. Oh, wow. Seven is a magic number. Yeah. Right? It's an angel number. Sacred, yeah. Yeah. So Leah, what you were saying about the women in your family Mm. not being tapped into their sacral chakra and it being a generational thing, for each woman that experienced pain and trauma in her womb, in her sexuality, Mm -hmm. every time she was knocked down for expressing herself in her divine feminine, mm. that trauma was passed on and passed mm. on and passed so does on. Does that imply that maybe I'm the seventh if I'm trying to break the, the generational curse? Oftentimes, yes. Oh, oftentimes, so cool. you, oftentimes you are the seventh generation and you are the lineage. The, you are the breaker. Mm-hmm. You are mm. the breaker of those cords. Mm-hmm. Those energetic cords that those shackles, that bondage gets to be broken mm-hmm. because of you, you, your ancestors are here saying, guess what, baby, it's you. And we're here and we're supporting you. And we're going to do what we see now, what we didn't get to see in our human form. Mm-hmm. So now we get to support and help mm-hmm. you to break the things that we weren't able to. That's oh. so comforting. Yes. Right? Thank you for saying yeah. that. I'm like smiling. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and I'm just thinking about like, I want to know more about my lineage and like my family's immigrants too from Hungary. And like, it was a restricted place to come from. And yes. Like, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Gotta look into more of that. Cause I, or, or maybe not it even look into it. Maybe deep. just like feel it. And yeah. Because we actually, carry that energy with us. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. just now realizing I have to share this with you guys because, and also you were right that orange is the sacral. I just wanted to clarify that Mm -hmm. Yes, for listeners. Um, so I've been crying all day and having kind of existential crises. So it's interesting that we're talking about like the big picture stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But what I, why I've been crying all day is because I finally got my IUD out mm. yesterday. Mm. And like, so I'm bleeding heavily and I'm just kind of grieving that I ever had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I, think, I can feel you. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad that I did that to my body because I saw mm-hmm. it. She showed me when it came out and it's just like, oh, I'm sorry that I didn't a past version of me needed to do that for some reason, but you know, this me needs it to be out. Um, no judgment to anyone, you know, it's just, it wasn't for me anymore. Um, but like also in a way, everything it represents, I do kind of want to judge because it does come from the patriarchy and it does come from putting the birth control responsibility on women Mm. past a point when it did, it did used to be for our independence, but then it, then it came to a point where men Mm. could be more responsible and could take some of the weight. And Mm. instead, women were forced to, sorry, I'm going into a tangent. Cause <laughs> Oh no, I'm here with you. You're, you're tracking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm here for this. Okay. Because like they've just shoved hormones in us and on us mm. and in our arms and up our pussies and in our mm. mouths and everywhere to control us. And like, as um, they often do, as they often do, especially to women. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grieving that that I have had so many years of birth control when I wasn't fully educated Mm. on the real effects of birth control. Mm. None of us were, we were not. I know that because now I've gotten educated on it and it's insane. Mm -hmm. They don't even publish. They don't even like give any attention to the studies of how much damage it's doing to us, but it's absolutely out there. Like the studies have Mm. been done. And anyways, I've been grieving all day of just like probably generational stuff. Mm, yeah. Because probably for most women, a ton of the generational trauma is sacral. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Think about how many women um, don't feel comfortable or feel responsible for the actions that mm-hmm. were committed to violate yeah. them. Yes. And how they are made to feel shame and guilt mm-hmm. around being victimized. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it had to have been your fault. Well, what did you do? Well, what did you say? Well, what were you wearing? And they still want us to be grateful. They still want us to be grateful for the little breadcrumbs that they give us too. Absolutely. So like, I definitely well, we gave you, understand. We gave you abortion. You're, you should, you're fine. Yeah. And, and it's completely absurd. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dehumanizing. Mm -hmm. And as women, we should be not only honored, not only cherished, not only protected, but we are literally the creators Mm -hmm. of this planet. Mm -hmm. That'd be nice to us. (laughs) Like, yeah, we have to receive the seed from you, but without us, there is no, there is no Mm -hmm. you. But like literally there's some like science. I, I, I haven't done like my own really thorough research on it. So I don't want to say it fully, but there's, there's some like at least hypotheses to science that um, men aren't needed at all of, at a certain point because they, okay, they do, because in bone marrow, there's a type of DNA that you can mix with the egg, like so potentially I'm just saying like my point okay. to illustrate is like the universe is vast creatures. and infinite okay the universe is vast and infinite and she will always 
Notice I said she. Mm, yes, exactly. She <laughs> will always save anyway. herself. Oh. She will always save herself. Even if she has to wipe the slate clean and get rid of everything on her, she yeah. will save herself at all costs. And I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of us could learn from that. Mm-hmm. In our divine femininity, sometimes you got to wipe the slate clean. Sometimes yeah. you got to get rid of the toxicity, the dysfunction, yes. the mm-hmm. fuck boys, mm-hmm. the people the who are just kind of there, right? The people who are just there to, to keep that warm space because you don't want to be alone. Yeah. Like you have to make room for the things that you truly deserve. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are holding on to things that are, but that are not serving us yeah. in hopes that we'll just have it there just in case mm-hmm. that other thing never comes. Right. Yes. And all of this came from your downloads about the collective and like the time we're in. And it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a tumultuous, Uh, fiery time. I got two kids and a channeling. Look, I I tell people all the time. I got two kids and a whole husband. Okay. I don't have time to be up at three or four o'clock in the morning. You have a whole husband. A whole husband. Okay. I say it like that all the time and everyone laughs. And I'm serious because some people don't have a whole husband. Some people don't have a husband. Okay. But I have a whole husband. There are some things that I have to do as a wife that sometimes Mm -hmm. at three, four o'clock in the morning, I just went to bed and I need to get some sleep because I got to get up with these kids in the morning and get them ready for school. (laughs) I don't got time for this. Can we put it on a post-it note and can we read it in the morning at breakfast? (laughs) Love you. (laughs) I'm just, so yes, getting these downloads is intense. It's a lot, but it's so needed. And I wouldn't have it any other way because I know that the things that I'm doing now is putting out that ripple. Mm-hmm. It's putting mm-hmm. out that ripple into the universe so that the next seven generations after me is going to be better than the ones that just left. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I want the next seven behind me to be light years ahead of me. Yeah. I want my daughter's daughters and their daughter's daughters to be able to operate in their divine femininity and know that they are creators. They are co-creating their life. And I want them to come from a place where when they grow up, they're not having to heal from their childhood. They grow up a whole person. Yeah. Mm Right. Wouldn't that be magical if like a person grew up as a whole person that they and had a childhood they didn't have to heal from? Yeah. And and it would save so much time. And think about think about Mm -hmm. that fucking ripple. It's exponential because I was getting visions of your great, 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 great granddaughters. Um, and they were like, they were in their divine feminine. Mm -hmm. Where it was like the world was more lush and green and healthier yes. because the ripple yes. of that will be that the planet yes. heals yes so we're connected that that's that connectedness yeah. mm-hmm. right yeah. right so because if 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 your great 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 granddaughters don't have to heal their childhoods and can just operate from the divine feminine mm-hmm. from the get-go they're gonna make every choice different come you know. on rachel yes they're gonna make every yeah. choice for the whole <laughs> like for healing the whole mm-hmm. because they Look, can because they're already healed 
Like, yes. Mm-hmm. And it just gets lush and all green. That. It yes. just, I see mm-hmm. green everywhere, like, which is healing. And I just, that's where I am with my work. That's where I am mm-hmm. with my life. And mm-hmm. right now with my tribe, that's yeah, where I'm trying to ask. Focus. Can you tell us about the mystic tribe? Yes, absolutely. So ultimately it all started with me just not finding anybody who was highly sensitive or who was an empath mm. that I felt connected to because I felt like every time I found someone on the internet that was like teaching about healing work or something like that, at least the ones I found, they were coming from a place of like, I'm a guru, worship me. I'm on this pedestal kind of like, you know, kind of that's icky to me. Yeah. Right. It doesn't resonate with me. And so that's no shade to anybody because some people, they like that and that's cool. Um, but I was looking for somebody who had experienced the things that I had been through. I had been through a lot of shit mm-hmm. that I needed to unpack. Mm-hmm. So where were the people who were like me, where were they getting their medicine? Right. Where were they coming to like collectively heal? Like where were they coming mm-hmm. to, to grow community and to mm-hmm. find people like them and, and to be able to speak their truth and things like that. So I was like, I want to create like, a place for highly sensitive people. That's like cheers, right? Like everybody knows your name. Like everybody knows yeah. each other and we operate together collectively as a, as a family. That's why I call it the tribe because in a tribe, everybody has their job. Everybody has their place. Everybody has a purpose and everybody's valued. Mm-hmm. And that was my main focus is mm-hmm. like, this is a place where you feel safe. This is a place where you can speak your truth and not feel like you're being judged because you have a high sensitivity, which most people have anyway, or you've been the kind of person like me who didn't fit in, right? Like you were kind of like the black sheep everywhere you went. And now you have a place that's just for you, Mm. where you feel connected, where you feel like you're not like homegirl in the back in the corner, Mm. you know, by herself that nobody's talking to or connecting with but she's just there hanging out mm. and she doesn't really want anyone to talk to her anyway that's me like I'm <laughs> yeah right that. like I don't really want anyone to come over and talk to me I'm just here for the food yeah right <laughs> I feel that <laughs> so um I'm just here because someone had to see this outfit yeah but, <laughs> that's me and so I wanted to feel like you know, there has to be a place for us. There has to be a place where we can come collectively and heal. Um, and not just heal like that surface level shit, right? Like, okay, yeah, cool. We can manifest. That's cool, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we can do a little bit of healing here and there. Like, oh yeah, let's clear our money blocks, right? But I'm talking about that deep shit. I want to heal Mm -hmm. that childhood trauma. Like the other day I'm standing in my kitchen and I was doing um, a workshop and I'm like listening to the workshop and all of a sudden it starts getting really intense. I'm in the middle of cooking dinner. Next thing I know, I'm sitting here doing energy work on myself and pull out (laughs) tears in the middle of the kitchen, doing inner (laughs) child work at five o'clock in the evening when I'm supposed to be cooking dinner. Like I got shrimp on the stove that's been to burn because I'm over here in tears. I just got my lashes done. Like 
Oh, that's not just okay. ninety dollars. You're that's seasoning okay. it with salt, salty tears. It's just, it's good. I did not just pay ninety dollars for these lashes. For yeah, them that's to come where up. I would draw the line. I'd be so pissed. This is I ridiculous. Started. Yeah, yeah. This is stupid. Okay, <laughs> but, but I want to get into that deep shit. Like, yeah, that's why we do the shadow work. That's why I'm creating the meditations for my tribe. This is why we talk about energy work and, and really getting in tune with our self. Like, okay, you know what your pain and your trauma is. I'm not going to be one of those kind of people where you have to come to me and like, tell me all your deep, dark secrets. Cause I don't really, I got enough of my own shit to deal with. I don't need to know your secrets, but I want to give you the tools necessary for you to go in and do the work for yourself. And I feel like as a healer, any healer that's healing you, that's not giving you the tools and the power to uh-huh. heal yourself is scamming you. I so agree. So a agree. healer is someone who facilitates Learning. healing. Yeah. Right. So I'm teaching you how to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. So then when you're not around me, you can do the work mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need me to heal because everything is already inside of you. Yep. But I also know that this is something that was broken from our lineages. Our moms and our grandmas and our aunts and our dads and our grandpas, they weren't teaching us this stuff mm-hmm. because their parents weren't teaching they them didn't know. this stuff and yep. they didn't know any better, yep. right? Mm-hmm. This is something we got to get back to. Because as humans, this is all stuff, the stuff that we're doing now with like crystals and candles and cards Mm -hmm. and this shit is not new. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) This shit has been around for centuries and it just lost somewhere. Yeah. And now we're getting back collectively to the point where we're starting to understand like, wait a minute, hold on. There might be a little something (laughs) to this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get into the deep work. So yeah, this year has been a clusterfuck. (laughs) To say the least. Yeah. (laughs) So I've just been like, okay, you know what? We're going to ride out the rest of this year. But like going into 2021, my whole objective is to facilitate sacred and safe and safe space for as many people in my tribe to heal as humanly possible. Mm. Like beautiful. I want at, at some point, I feel like we're going to be able to be around each other again, safely. Right. And so I want to start cultivating sacred, safe place for us mm. to come together collectively and do that healing for highly sensitive people mm-hmm. because people, witches, we're sensitive as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to everything like when when certain energy comes into the room you feel that shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. there's got to be a place for us to go to decompress all of that shit that we feel that we that latch on to us mm-hmm. that like penetrate our org field mm. yep we have to have a place where we can go and heal. And I want to facilitate that for us. That's awesome. I so support you in that. That's what we try to do too. 
with yeah. like and I can't circle. wait for us to have the first one because I'm totally inviting you guys yes, and please. I was gonna say I want to go <laughs> I would love that I totally would love for you guys to come and share your gifts and your magic yeah. with my tribe because I make fun of my tribe all the time because I'm like, y'all are some closet witches and I need y'all to come out the closet. Okay. Totally. I have so many people like, I know it's me. It's me you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Like let your witch flag fly, baby. That's yeah. <laughs> we oh, could be yeah. a good example of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, um, should we do a collective reading? Would you do that for us? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, what is your main divination? Reiki, <clears throat> right? Energy healing. So and then do you I, also do tarot? Absolutely. So oh. it's kind of, like I said, I feel like I'm changing all the time. Mm. Like some days it's stronger in other things and other times. So I started off with tarot, but I feel like tarot was a way for me to start tuning into my intuition. Mm -hmm. Right. It was the way for me to start trusting myself again, because I was taught that you give people the benefit of the doubt and you, you know, basically you teach, you're taught to betray your intuition. That's just essentially what it is. We are. Totally. And I had to get back to trusting myself and knowing that nobody's more wise about me than me. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not, I'm not crazy when I feel that there's some shit that's off and it's not right. Nope. You're not crazy. So I think, um, tarot will always be kind of my segue into things, but as I'm developing, I'm learning more and more about myself, about my gifts, about the things I can do. Um, and I'm excited to like, see, cause like now, like weird stuff starting to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm digging it. Like, I'm really liking it. I'm not really sure exactly what it all is yet because it's still super new. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm clear audience. So I've always been able to kind of hear certain things. Mm-hmm. Like I'll hear noises that are reminiscent of certain things. Mm-hmm. I've always had like the ringing of the ears or like hearing my name kind of thing or hearing specific words or sounds, but now it's starting to kind of, um, combine with symbolism. Like I don't see it with my eyes. I mm-hmm. see it in my mind, I guess, Mm -hmm. I guess, I don't know. It's like I said, it's still new. I'm figuring it out. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going with the flow. Uh I'm surrendering. Exactly. And I was going to say the reason we've been not taught to listen to our intuition is because we've been masculinized and the intuition is the divine feminine. So yeah, we've been taught to be more masculine, which would be don't listen to your intuition. And and as you're becoming more and more in your divine feminine, of course, you're discovering more gifts because they were probably always there. Mm -hmm. You were just trained to not use them or to fear them. Yeah. So I'm excited for you too. And me and all the women and others who are like, you know, waking up the divine feminine in them, whatever Mm -hmm. their gender identity be. Um, because the divine feminine is waking up in a lot of us right now. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. It is exciting. And these moons have been totally like 
Mm. adding fuel to the fire mm-hmm. right because in october we starting from that two full moons full moon yeah, before that even oh my yeah God. that one was <laughs> and yeah the october ones the first Whoa. and the 31st mm. and like now we're going into this eclipse that we're going to be having mm-hmm. yes which is going to be insane like mm-hmm. put your seatbelts on right <laughs> do you have a prediction sure- of what you think is coming up um well maybe the cards can answer that i don't know yeah, true i have some things that i think are coming in the pipeline that i've just been kind of like observing mm-hmm. um i definitely see that there's going to be a huge shift in the um spiritual aspect the new whole I guess people consider it like new age you know that's been coming for a while it's starting to build momentum Mm. um but I definitely am seeing a shift in the new age world and how it's starting to be seen Mm. um a lot of people are starting to wake up yeah a lot of people are starting to and I know I sound like a damn sponsored ad on Instagram but (laughs) it's true like a lot of people are starting to like say well wait a minute the things that I've been programmed to believe don't resonate with me so now what yep right kind of like the whole birth control situation and just so many different things that we've been programmed to think are normal. Mm-hmm. A lot more people from our generation are getting outside of Western culture and starting to travel the world and being aware of like, we live in this bubble that we think is like the Holy grail and it's not. Yeah. And then they go over to other places and they're like, Oh wait, there's something outside of what I was taught. And there's a whole big world out here. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? Like, and so there's a huge shift happening energetically with people's connection to source. Mm-hmm. People are starting to come away from that, like, watered down, filtered, like, uh motivational inspirational every sunday Mm -hmm. get out there and manifest all your dreams like kind of bullshit Mm -hmm. right it's like okay yeah great but that doesn't really work so now what Mm -hmm. because when i have baggage when i have trauma when i have Mm -hmm. pain when i have guilt when i have shame when i have regret when i've been through life like yeah that sounds great but you don't fucking know me and you live in a mansion and you drive a Bentley and I don't resonate with you like yeah it's cool to like inspire people and motivate them but when they don't resonate with you it's like you could sit there all day from your stage your platform and tell me how to manifest but when that's just not working now what Mm hmm. And it's like it it's not like we talked about with the chakras and the blocks and your your worthiness and your self-love. It's like Mm. it's not 
you're not going to bring in the things you want until you believe you deserve them and you have to heal your trauma or face it, or you have to start unblocking and do the real shit, the real work. I'm so with you. You have to want it for yourself. Absolutely. And you have to know you deserve it Mm -hmm. because a lot of us are made to think we have to do something, achieve Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. to be worthy of the things that we, that are our birthright. Right. You came here worthy. Mm-hmm. When you when you were created, before you were created, when you were just a thought, right? You mm-hmm. were already worthy of everything that you de- that you dream of and that you desire. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to achieve anything. There's no mm-hmm. certification, no degree, no mm-hmm. anything you have to do to get what you want. It's about you knowing that you deserve it because you're here mm-hmm. absolutely <sighs> what do so, the cards say <laughs> um I do it in a super simple way I ask spirit what is the overall energy what do we need to embrace what do we need to release and what is the outcome I feel like that is like the most simplistic way because a lot of us, like, we don't have time for, like, all of the other, you know what I'm saying? Like, just tell me what I need to do. Shit. <laughs> That's me, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> so the overall energy of collective, when I tapped into this energy, we got the three of pentacles. Okay. So three of pentacles is you tapping in to your, not only your creativity, but, like, what is your skill? What is your mm. gift? Mm. And then finding someone who's going to help you fine tune it, right? Like a mentor, a teacher, someone wise, someone that is mm. going to really tap in and show you where you need to go, what you need to do there. And this person is going to be someone who's going to help you to um, develop and fine tune the things that are innately in you, like those gifts that are just natural to you. And if you notice this woman here, for those of you guys who can't see the card, I'm using the, um, can I say what I'm using? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The modern witch tarot deck. Cool. Um, there is a woman here that this young lady is drawing and she's completely nude, right? So in this three of pentacles, some of us, this is this energy of like embracing who we are, embracing not only, not only who we are, but also allowing ourselves to be open and vulnerable because think about how mm-hmm. vulnerable this person is, but also the vulnerability of the people that have Drawing. to be in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Because think about creativity. When you're being creative, that is the most vulnerable thing that you can do, right? It is hard yes. to let people see your, your art, whatever that is. You, you're scared people are going to judge you. You're scared people are not going to like it. Or not understand you know, What if they it? don't understand what I'm trying to do? And this is the nudge from the universe and your own spiritual team saying, fuck what people think. Do it <laughs> for you. Yes. This is not about everybody else. You need to be creative. You need to express yourself. You need to be vulnerable. You need to do your own shit Mm -hmm. without worrying about the validation from everyone else. Mm. Right. And then 
finding someone who's going to come in and help you fine tune your gifts and your abilities so that now you're able to use them to, to create that ripple that we talked mm. about. And can I just okay? show you this, Tanisha? Yes. Like this is a piece of art I made oh my with my body. And it's is like, is that not this? I'm like, this is that <laughs> card. I'm all the people in that card. <laughs> is that not crazy? Like spirit comes. Okay. So I have this joke in my tribe that I always say spirit shows up and shows out. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I make connection, spirit has this weird way of like making these like really weird jokes or what they'll do is like, they'll do something very specific like that. Like when you guys are watching this, if you look at this card, like it literally is the picture that you just showed me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm naked, but covered in you, paint, making a painting. Yes, and she's like modeling so naked. many cards in this yeah. deck. And that would be the card that we get. You know what wow. I'm saying? And even with you, Leah, like whatever your vulnerability even is, the whatever colors your- are orange yes, and yellow, which we yes. talked about. <laughs> see, now, y'all, now y'all with me now y'all are with me you see what I'm saying yes. this is the, this is my dms all day like uh-huh oh my god mm-hmm. you have no idea how that message was you were talking to me and it's like 38 people in my dms like you were talking to me I'm like what how could I be talking to all y'all I don't know wow. were. yeah okay so <laughs> then we go into the three of swords in reverse now I'm gonna show you the card upright three. three of swords yes just about to get to that okay so um we're doing the three of swords in reverse so three of swords in reverse is about forgiveness right it's also for me the way I interpret it's about um Mm. like pulling apart the heavy shit that comes with being heartbroken Right. So we're in the reverse part of that heartbreak. Now, now we're in the part where we can forgive. We're going to show compassion. We're going to move past the bullshit. So all the betrayal and the heartbreak and the, um, the victimization, like people taking advantage of you, people breaking your heart, people doing like fucked up shit to you. We are now coming out of that because we're allowing ourselves to step into our power and be vulnerable. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you guys said, two threes. Okay, so we have the three and the three. Now, I don't know if any of you guys also see synchronicities. I see yes. them everywhere. Okay, yes. for some yes. of you guys, this is going to be another one of those synchronicities. You've been seeing three, 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 or 33, 33. You've been getting it on your tickets you've been getting it like on your receipts you've been seeing 333 on the clock everywhere you go it's like threes everywhere there is a message for you in that three okay so I don't know it off the top of my head I don't remember I don't memorize like the angel numbers but I can guarantee you if you google like 333 Mm -hmm. whatever that message is that is a message for you okay but this is about a lot of this (laughs) this is a I'm sorry I'm looking at the cards I'm like spirit is so ridiculous okay so (laughs) it's you're learning so much about yourself Mm, okay so there's so much learning and unlearning that's Mm -hmm. happening right so it's like you reteaching yourself how to be the way 
that you are envisioning yourself in your mind. So it's like, mm. I have this vision of my higher self, this more open, vulnerable version of myself, but mm. I know there has to be forgiveness. I know there has to be some deep heart chakra work, some deep inner work that needs to be done. And I need to remove this fucking dark sludge that is the mm. hole where my heart once was, right? Mm. <laughs> like I need to remove those fucking swords so that I can start to feel my heart pump again. It's like cracking mm. your chest wide open. And for some of us, it's feeling like oh my gosh, someone just ripped my fucking chest open and my heart is exposed and it feels vulnerable. And wait a fucking minute. Like, I don't want my heart to be exposed and vulnerable. I don't want to feel shit. Who told you I wanted to do that, right? <laughs> so <clears throat> for some of us, this is literally about our, like our heart chakra being able to get past all of the betrayal, the heartache, mm -hmm. the abandonment. For some of us, this is abandonment, right? we're dealing with that trauma. Mm -hmm. So we go into the things we need to release because the, the three of swords in reverse is what we needed to embrace. So we're embracing forgiveness, compassion, letting go. Okay. What we need to release is the 10 of wands. Mm. So 10 of wands is all about carrying the burdens of all of the heavy shit that's happening around you. Oh and not only gosh. are you carrying the burdens, but you're carrying the burdens from your family, your friends, your coworkers, like everyone's coming and dumping all their heavy ass shit on you. And you're like, who, like, who made me the, the person that deals with all y'all shit? Like for some of us, this is because we've been mm. in, in the space of like people pleasing mm -hmm. right we feel yes. like we have to help everyone fix themselves yep again yep. or you're assigned that role before you're, you're even yes. aware of it like that's what happens yes and gets child of the family like so you're the fixer yeah. you're the you're the person that everyone goes to to talk about everyone else and what they're doing uh-huh and i made yeah. light of everything which is why i'm now a comedian like <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, this yellow and orange energy. Oh, so wow. this is solar plexus oh, and mm -hmm. sacral chakra energy. Again, and notice her orange is right in her waist. Okay, wow, sacral yes. chakra. Okay. Uh -huh. Tapping into your creativity, tapping into your expression, your confidence, your self-worth, knowing that you are worthy of dropping this shit off. You don't need to carry everyone's shit. And you don't have to do it alone, right? Like, yes. yes. And don't. this is synchronistic to me. I just got that advice today because my existential crisis was about like, there's so much change I want to affect, but I can't seem to affect big enough change in the world. Mm -hmm. But, but one, you told me about the ripple thing, which I'm like, okay, I am affecting mm -hmm. change because it's mm -hmm. rippling. Yes. And two, I, yeah, I got the advice of like, you don't have to do it all alone. You don't have to carry the burden of everything mm -hmm. yourself. And that's, that's literally this. the 10. And release. so the 10 is the end of the cycle though. Okay. Oh, 10. Release. So it's, it's, it's over. Like it's coming to an end. Now, unfortunately, we have to remember that when we get to the end of the cycle, we have to drop the shit off. Right. Yeah. So remember to drop the burdens because you're, you're carrying them, but now we need to release it. We need to release the expectation of ourselves to like, stop carrying other people's shit, setting boundaries mm. for people like, Hey, I can't, I can't do that for you right now. Yeah. No is a complete sentence. 
Yes, I okay. so agree. No is a complete sentence. And some of us need to operate from the place of knowing that it's okay to say no when we really don't want to do things. Mm. Giving Correct. ourselves permission to say no when we don't want to do something. Uh-huh. That is self-care. I, yes, and I say um, giving a no is way more loving than a reluctant yes. Mm. Yes. An honest Absolutely. no is more loving than a reluctant yes. I love that. Mm. I seriously love that because we are betraying ourselves mm-hmm. when we say yes, when we really mean no. Yeah. Mm. And you're teaching yourself that I can't trust me. Yep. And that cuts off your intuition. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. So the outcome of this situation, it looks, it looks bad, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eight of swords. Eight of Swords. Now, let me tell you why. In in it's another, kinky. which I like. Okay, <laughs> like no, me too, me too. <laughs> so, in another placement, I would be worried about this Eight of Swords. Mm. But because the outcome and the other cards that came prior to this, I'm actually liking this card in this placement because the Eight of Swords is about us creating barriers and shield around ourselves but also not paying attention, keeping ourselves blindfolded from the truth. Like this rope that's around her body here, if she just did a little shimmy, you know, the rope would just fall down. Like, (laughs) am I really tied up? Or this is kind of like, yeah, tie me up, but like, don't tighten me all the way up so I can still like get loose kind of situation. Like when Mm -hmm. we're talking about, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. But... (laughs) It's about taking that blindfold off and seeing our reality for what it truly is, not the way we've been programmed to see it. Mm. Not being blinded, right, by the things that we used as defense mechanisms. Mm. Because if you look, she has all these swords around her, but it's like, okay, you're using this to hold yourself in when really you could be using this as protection. So instead of using the things that broke you down, instead of using the betrayal and the um, victimization and the, mm. the uh, abandonment and all of the trauma and pain, instead of using it as a way to imprison yourself, use it as your defense mm. to get the fuck out of this situation. Yeah. Use it as your tools. Like swords are tools. Cut mm. that shit off. Cut those ropes. Mm-hmm. Cut that bondage, right? Cut those Mm -hmm. energetic cords to shit that's not serving you anymore. Mm -hmm. To those people who you, who those people that you betrayed yourself for because you didn't, like you didn't listen, Mm -hmm. right? You didn't listen when the, Mm -hmm. when your intuition, you had that feeling in the pit of your stomach Mm -hmm. and you, and you betrayed yourself for those people. Mm -hmm. Cut those energetic cords. Mm -hmm. You have all of the resources you need. The eight of swords in this position, I love because This is us, like, we're not quite there yet to the end of this, but we're we're, like, we're making progress Mm. and we're getting there. Like we're starting to get the work done to move into the place where now we're going to be able to eventually like drop this bullshit, right? We're going to be able to see, we're going to be able to see the situation for what it truly is. We're going to be able to cut the cords to the dysfunction like family dysfunction relationship toxic shit and we're gonna start using those fucking swords that were 
keeping us like in prison, we're going to start using those as a resource and a tool to move forward. Mm-hmm. So we drop these fucking sticks and burdens for, and now we're going to have a whole fucking army of swords. And that's, yeah, oh, yeah. Right? we need that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Spot on. I think. Thank you so much for that reading. Yeah, thank you. Tanisha. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm excited to see like, well, for one, I wanted to congratulate you guys before we get off on all of the amazing things that are happening for you guys. I've seen you guys were featured in Cosmo. I said, holy shit. So did we. (laughs) That was like growing up. That's like the holy grail. Same same for both of us. Yeah. Oh my God. I cried for you because that's just me. Like I'm highly sensitive. I just, I was like, I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you. you ladies let me not say guys I'm from look I'm from California so I don't everything care is you yeah guys, right everything yeah. is you guys yeah but you divine feminine women okay I'm so proud of you I honor mm. you and your gifts and the things that you are bringing the ripples that you are creating in this world I'm so so grateful for you guys Thank you for saying and I am just blown away at how you guys just have, for one, you guys are fucking genius. How you <laughs> so like, are turn you. this basic witches thing mm-hmm. into a fuck like what? <laughs> like, I don't think that people, <laughs> right? I don't think people really like what was it? What were you guys doing where I watched um one of your Instagram like messages or reels? I think it was a reel, and I was just like, Damn it. Like, how do they keep doing this? It's amazing. <laughs> like, where Thank do they you. come up with these ideas? It's like, when you come together, it's just like. <laughs> Thank you. Magic. Yes, well, speaking of, it. speaking of the online world. Thank you. Yeah. Um, where can listeners find you and join Mystic Tribe and, mm-hmm. and get your services? Yes. So you can find me at themysticempath.com. If you just, you know, search in the web or whatever, if you're on Instagram, like we all are, because who's not, you could find me at the mystic empath. Um, I would love to have you guys come and join us over in the mystic tribe. Everyone's welcome. It's super dope. It's lit. We have so much fun. I do like, you know, readings for the collective group. I do meditations. We do energy work. One thing that I have been finding so fun is doing energy like little mini sessions on my reels that people are super digging I don't know Mm. why but it's like taking off like crazy yes and (laughs) (laughs) no I'm seriously like the views on those reels I'm like people need this people need Mm -hmm, this energy work because I'm getting so many dms like oh my gosh like I could literally feel this Mm. when you were doing it and I'm like yeah people need this people well, need to watch so these stat. your ripple yes. is getting further and further mm-hmm. yeah it, it's a, it's cool. insane so I am just super grateful for everyone I have the dopest tribe not to take away from anyone else's but I tell my <laughs> tribe all the time you're <laughs> awesome I have the best tribe this side of the ether. I'm not even joking. Like, I don't know where all these magical ass people came from, but I'm like, dude, I must've did something right. Cause I got yeah. some crazy, inspiring, motivational 
badass people in my tribe. And I don't I'm mean just, to compete, but the basic yeah. coaches Kevin is also really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm part of it. I yeah. totally uh, fucking know that. <laughs> yeah, we're crossed over. We're crossed yeah. over. It's it's like we're intertwined. Like whether y'all know it or not, y'all are my friends. So oh, good. okay, good. Yeah, we have to. And we're yeah. also joining the Mystic Tribe. So yeah. absolutely. So like okay, I said, so- soon as we are able to like mm-hmm. not be you know six feet away from each other and have a totally. conversation mm-hmm. like I totally want to like connect. get together and connect yeah. and do something super awesome and cool because I well. love what you guys are doing I think that you are totally amazing and awesome I love that you guys are not afraid <laughs> to talk about shit that people don't want to talk about And you you are giving platform to all types of women. Like one thing as a woman of color, you know, I I'm a black woman, but I'm, I'm also Afro Latina and Mm -hmm. it is really hard in this space because there's so many people now that are catching the wave. They're starting to figure out like, Oh, Hey, you exist. And you have a following of people who support and love you. And so I want to use your audience, right? Mm. And I go and they're like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast or my this or my that? And I go to their profile and I'm like, but your audience doesn't Mm. resonate with me and I don't resonate with them. Why would you want me? But really it's because now you see me, like you see, you know what I'm saying? So when you guys asked me, to join you on this podcast. I already was like, hell yes. It was a hundred percent congruent. Yes. Like there was no doubt, but then like me going even farther back into episodes where Mm -hmm. I hadn't even been yet. I was like, these girls are dope as fuck. Like (laughs) (laughs) they're not afraid to talk about anything. Mm -hmm. So I, I just truly appreciate how you guys are like, not letting the state of what's happening in the world right now like deter you from mm-hmm. sharing your ripple and your gift and your magic with the world so thank, thank you, you so much for saying that that really means a lot and what perfect timing because it's basic blessing time <laughs> hello hello um, so we'll each say something that we're grateful for today well, I'm actually going to have to go right back at you, Tanisha, because <laughs> like I was already thinking earlier in this episode, I have to use you for my basic blessing and thank you for mm. bringing me these synchronicities today that um, affirmed that my existential crisis was momentary. And like you gave me signs mm. in exactly what you said and brought up and resonated that like just affirmed that for me. So I'm so grateful for you showing up and doing this and being mm. your badass self. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. No, seriously. Love, love, you. love. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I love that. I'm so grateful for my two little foster kitties. Oh, so cute. <laughs> They're so you have to cute. Like, okay. So I want you to like DM me a picture of them because oh, yeah, I totally want to see them. Okay. okay. They're so cute. That's a thing. It's happening. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, let's see, I, I'm always so grateful for so many things. Um, right. but like right now, 
the divine feminine that just occurred in this last, like, I don't even know. I've literally went to a time warp. I don't even know how long we've been on here. Um, <laughs> and I feel like we still can talk for, for more. Yeah. I will talk to you guys anytime you want. Yes. <laughs> so this divine feminine that just happened, this whole experience, I am so immensely grateful for like this is needed. Mm right? Not only just for us to come here and like build, right? And, and have content, but for the people who are listening, mm-hmm. this is what we need. We need more of this in the world. And I'm just so grateful for being able to be aware of my own divine feminine and then connecting with other women who are aware of their divine feminine so that the divine feminine collectively can expand, right? Yes. That is, yes, I'm so grateful for that. And Mm. I'm just, I'm just so honored that I feel like in a past life, I must have did something really good to be here and to be who I am right now. You did something good in this life. Right, like (laughs) I got some good, like, I don't know if my yeah. karma is just really good or what, but this is awesome. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Such, such beautiful gratitude. Yes. I love it. I'm just so grateful for so many things, but in this moment, I'm just super grateful for this energetic exchange. Mm. Same. Thank you Me so too. much, Tanisha. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic Witches.